What's poppin' and welcome to Popcorn episode 9. Welcome to Popcorn, your stop for all things pop. I'm your host, Charles Iron, and here with me today is Booty Lastimosa. Or should I mean tonight? Because something super... Something unfortunate happened. Yeah, I mean, it's not like really like... It's really unfortunate or it tragic. Is. It was. Well, for <laughs> in terms of podcasting, it kind of was. But today, this is before we go forward with that story. This is the Stranger Things episode where Woo! we've been really excited to have this episode in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, earlier today, you know, we recorded. This is already. It's already like twelve midnight or way yeah. past twelve midnight. And we're here at Booty's house in her entertainment room. Because? Because we lost our episode. The only recording that came out was the video recording for Radio Katipunan. So we lost the audio for the original Stranger Things episode that we recorded. Sadly, that was a great episode. Yeah. Now it's just like a lost episode. We don't know if we're gonna ever recover it or something. But if we do... Just wait for it. It'll be uploaded as a bonus episode mm-hmm. or whatever. But now we'll try our best to yeah, recount early, everything that we said. Earlier today, also, Angela Natividad, one of our usual co-hosts, was also part of the episode. Mm-hmm. So we'll be hearing a special message Sound from bite. her later as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, let's begin with the show. Even if we already said all of this earlier. Yeah. But they don't know that. They don't know that. Um, Last week, we had another special not-in-studio episode. We had... uh, I had a solo episode. And I had a special... Extra special guest. Mimi, Hawaiian-Filipino musician. Uh, She's really talented. I can say that. And we bonded Mm -hmm. over the past week doing promo for her latest song with Elmo Magalona called Kiki Love. Mm -hmm. Which is still really funny dito sa Pilipinas kasi sa buong sa buong radio tours and TV tours they're like really what does Kiki even mean and Mimi already uh, we already briefed Mimi what Kiki is alluded to here in, in the, Philippines. the Philippines but at the end of the day it's about Kiki Do the you name love me? from from Drake's the Drake song, song in, uh, my in my feelings so yun so, before anything, of course, if you'd like to listen to our previous episodes, you can go find it on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and wherever you stream your podcasts. And you can also look back at our Facebook Live sessions on Radio Katipunan 87.9 FM. Mm-hmm. So, let's go with our first segment, which is always the pop kern or pop culture kernels of the week and our reactions. Okay. Is it a yes, a sax, or a pass? Or a sad. May a sad or a pa sad. Pala. That's the new edition. The new edition from our Toy Kunwari, Story I episode. I don't know that yet. You, you were there in that episode. Because two hours ago, it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, it didn't happen. So, first of all, a comment on a sports segment that people yeah. or our listeners have been yeah. commenting on. People have been shocked that Cholo's been talking about sports the yeah. past few episodes. I mean, let me just say that I just want to be you know, a bit more well-rounded in terms of reporting and not just Mm -hmm. biased about my own expertise. So Mm -hmm. as a media practitioner, Mm -hmm. as we'd like to say in the comm department, (laughs) 
um, you know, I just wanna be well researched and uh-huh. give updates on pop culture in general. So of course, um, in the Toy Story episode, we talked about the NBA free agency, mm-hmm. care of Booty, and yeah. last week I just wanted to update on the Kawhi Leonard thing. Tareyo, he pronounced it right. Oh yes, <laughs> go sports. So yeah, I mean, Pero, no. yung... I don't know anything that's happening at this point because it's not as big anymore. We, well, we can share. Not the big thing in sports now is the Wimbledon. Ano? Tennis. Oh, natalo si ano? Natalo si Federer. No, So the news, cholo. If you haven't heard. So, Novak Djokovic beat Roger Federer in the finals so, in Wimbledon. Tamang may Djokovic. Oh, pero siya yung nanal. Yeah. And it was the longest, if I'm not mistaken, it was the longest singles final in Wimbledon history. It was like five hours long. Wow. So, like, nag tie break sila. And so, people like, are like, we're expecting Federer to win. Mm-hmm. Right? Well, because fan favorite talaga siya. But, like, like Valentina. Yeah. In, he had two championship points. See Federer uh-huh. and he lost both points and then Damn. Djokovic ended up winning it. So it was very interesting. I'm not a big Dennis fan, but I found it very. Me neither. Obviously, I found it very entertaining. I slept late, but to finish the game. So yeah, Anyways, you'll be expecting ayan. more sports, whether I'm a sports fan or not. It's nice to have a well-rounded group of mm-hmm. popcorns. But next, the most important popcorn, I believe, of this. Generation, generation what? of this episode is we have a new Darna. Yeah, they just announced yesterday, Nagtrensha number one on Twitter, mm-hmm. that we have a new Darna, and it's Jane De Leon of Star Magic. She is mm-hmm. a girl trend. She also appeared as um, the sister of Jericho Rosales in the popular teleserie Halik. Mm-hmm. She's relatively unknown, parent as yeah. a household name. So it's exciting. It's exciting to see that. They chose to go with a pretty unknown actress yeah. instead of the fan favorite to become Dar- Darna, which is um, <laughs> Nadine Lustre. Mm-hmm. Sorry to the quote unquote president. <laughs> you can just go be president. The president. Uh-uh. <laughs> anyway, so you know, see, Jane is a newbie actress. She's part of Star Magic and director Gerald. Tarog chose her because she he believes that she's an instinctive actress. So it's pretty exciting to see how this will pan out. Because mm-hmm. nga, I haven't seen any of her work, but based on my mom's comments about her in Halik, she's she's saying that she's good daw. So mm-hmm. it's nice that they chose somebody unknown. So it's a yes. Yeah, yes. True. Aside from that, um. It's in note. Uh, it's interesting to note that a lot of the Showtime girl trends and hashtags are really branching out to bigger shows. Because mm-hmm. there are a lot acting in indie movies, mainstream movies, and Jane is just one of the newer faces to join the squad. Yeah, and we don't really know what else, what other details, like when this will show or not, and who will Ding be. Mm-hmm. Will he be a hashtag or? <laughs> di natin alam kung sino or a complete nobody. Magbibigay ng bato kay Darna. Uh-oh. So abangan natin yan in the future. Takdang panahon. <laughs> Sa takdang panahon sabi ni Kuya. Next we have more Pinoy movie news. Mm-hmm. Um, we they just released last week the P 
TVP 2019 finalists. So that's the Pista ng Pelikulang Pilipino third edition this 2019. So each PPP finalist received up to 2 million worth of funding to support the production and marketing costs. And there will be short films as part of the Cine Kabataan which is attached to each feature film. So mm-hmm. here's just a short rundown on the 10 finalists that got into this festival. Mm-hmm. So first we have The Panty Sisters directed by June Lana starring Paula Balesteros, Martin Del Rosario and Christian Bables. Babels. Or Babels as we I don't like know. to read it. And then the next is Cuddle Weather directed by Rod Marmol starring RK how do you pronounce Bagat Singh. Bagat Singh, sorry, and Sura Mires. We also have LSS directed by Jade Castro starring Gabby Garcia. Khalil Ramos and Ben and Ben. That's the movie that I think I'm most excited for. It's kind of like musical-ish. So, yeah, it's such a weird concept na like the Ben and Ben are playing themselves, right? Yeah. And then... Yeah. It's kind of like a love story revolving yeah. around them following Ben, ben and Ben. 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 Yeah. And of course, their songs are iconic enough to be featured in a whole movie for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, you maybe the night palang pang ano ang laki na niya, pang credit baggage. song na yun. Uh-oh. So yun. So next. then next we have G, directed by Don Don Santos, Makoy, starring Makoy De Leon, Jameson Blake, Mark Obleyap, and Paolo Angeles. See, ito yung sinasabi kong hashtag, si. Mm, okay, ha- hindi ko alam yun eh. Except Mark <laughs> Obleya. Si Mark Obleya is one of our artists. Ba, si Jameson Blake yung Yeah, Jameson yung Blake. I-ano mo, papashoutout tayo kay Jameson. <laughs> Next we have I'm Elenia L or in if you put it together it's pronounced I'm Millennial <laughs> directed by Boy Tukizon starring Inigo Pascual and Maris Rakal. Mm-hmm. We also have Open directed by Andoy Ranay starring JC Santos and RC Munoz. We have Watch Me Kill directed by Tyrone Asherto starring Jean Garcia and Jay Manalo. We have Circa, directed by Adolfo Alex Jr., starring Anita Linda, Gina Alahar, Loris Gillian. Gillian. I'm sorry, I don't know pronounce names. Jacqueline Jose, Elizabeth Oropes. <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Davao, and Enchong D. I'm so Sobrang sorry. powerhouse cast nito. Yeah. It's pretty interesting to see what Circa will have, because it's sort of like a... Commem- parang it's a commemoration of a hundred years of Filipino film mm-hmm. which is officially celebrated through this festival along with yeah. a lot of other movies this year. we also have two more Pagbalik directed by Hubert TB and Maria S. Ranilio starring Gloria Sevilla, Suzette Ranilio and Vince Ranilio. And lastly, we have Lola Igna or Lola Inya directed by Eduardo Roy Jr. starring Ives Flores, Meryl Soriano, and Maria Isabel Lopez. So, for me, PPP 2019 is a yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, based on the log lines that I've seen and some of the trailers that I've seen, there are a lot of interesting stories yeah. to be told this year. Like, there's a variety of different topics and themes that each movie is gonna be talking about. So, interesting. And it's nice that we have a festival that actually does this as compared to MMFF. Which we'll get into. Which we'll get into in a bit. Because last year, Budi and I actually watched a lot of the PPP films. Mm -hmm. Thank you to Miss Liza Dino Seguera for the passes. Um, Yeah, and we were able to watch a lot and they were really great. Mm -hmm. And hopefully this year, we'll have enough time to watch 
them too. Um, PPP 2019 is running from September 9 to 13, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2019. So that's next month or two months from now. So, abangan natin ang PPP 2019. So next, we have mali pala, ayun. September 13 to 19, not 3 to 19. So it's just like six days of pure Filipino movies in the theaters. So next, speaking of festivals and MMFF, the first four entries to the MMFF have been revealed a day before the mm-hmm. PPP was revealed. So here are the ano, here are the entries. We have number one, Kampon, starring Chris Aquino and Derek Ramsey. Number two, Momoland, Momaland, Momaliand, Momaland. We don't know how to pronounce it. Starring Vice Ganda and Anne Curtis. We're theorizing that this mm-hmm. is some sort of like Kore- yeah, K-drama. And then we also have Mission Unstoppable starring Vic Soto and Main Mendoza. And lastly, a Filipino adaptation to Miracle in Cell Number no. 7 starring Aga Mulak and the President Nadine Lustre. <laughs> <laughs> Madam so, President. For me, this is a sax. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, not. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing that, just based on the titles and the actors, I feel like it's gonna be like the same thing we get every year. So yeah, like, I mean, it feels so rigged at this point. Now, okay, it's all about making money more than artistic f- integrity or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's a spas. Bec- I mean, it's a it's a sax. It's a spas. <laughs> it's a it's a sax. Because yun nga. We're not we're disappointed, but we're not surprised. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll have to wait and see what the other four entries will be. Yeah. Um, but nga good good for PBP that we have that kind of festival. Given that exposure. December has been kind of you know not so good in the <laughs> past two years. Mm-hmm. So it's a pass or a sax or whatever. I said. Yeah. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> it's late. And we have to finish this episode. Just a short bit. We'd like to say rest in peace to Cameron Boyce. Mm-hmm. He's a 20-year-old Disney star who was starred in the TV show Jesse and the TV movie franchise Descendants. 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 <laughs> he passed away just last week due mm-hmm. to an undisclosed illness. And yun, mm-hmm. it's so sad. I would be yeah. sad if one of my Disney idols yeah. passed away of when course, we were that age. Yeah. Of course, this might not affect us personally as much, but like I'm sure the kids now, like they grew up with Cameron Boyce and like seeing him on their TV screen. So I'm sure it's definitely a really sad time for a lot of the youths right now. So, so it's a sad. Mm-hmm. It's a sad. Okay, up next. So Anne Curtis portrayed a transgendered man on MMK in the July 13 episode of the 28-year-running anthology series entitled MMK. Embrace Me. Um, it's it's the story of Mars Balauro, who is a 62-year-old transgender man from the Philippines who was arrested in 2017 for performing same-sex unions in Hong Kong. So he's been known for fighting for the rights of Filipino LGBTQ OFWs. Mm-hmm. So, this for me is a pass, of yeah. course. Um, I mean, it's good. Like, 
looking at the bright side, I think it's a good thing that MMK is um, highlighting transgender stories. stories. But at the same time, I it would have been nice if they had cast uh, a transgender man to pre- represent the story and like bring the story to life. I agree. But at the same time, I kind of understand where they're coming from. I mm-hmm. feel like, one, there aren't much known transgendered male actors in the industry right now to be a, who are probably quote-unquote qualified for such mm-hmm. a big episode mm-hmm. and Anne Curtis could be was used as a way to gain viewers and probably get more parang traction. traction for the episode I'm sure Anne Curtis didn't intend to yeah. like rep- misrepresent I'm anyone I'm pretty sure she's not an evil person yeah so you know um, they've been going through a lot of controversies in yeah. this season with the Mai Mai and Trata blackface, blackface or Igorot issue. So we'll it's, we'll have to see what MMK has to offer yeah. as they lead up to their 30th season mm-hmm. or 30th year. Grabe. Tagal na 30 years. Go Tita Charo. <laughs> Miss Charo Santos Concho. <laughs> so next, um, lastly we have the AHS 1984 cast reveal. So we have some returning faves. Emma Roberts, Billy Lord, Leslie Grossman, Cody Fern, and John Carroll Lynch. And we have some new cast members. Olympian Gus Kenworthy, Yas Nahyon Agad, <laughs> Deron Horton, Zach Villia, and Glee's Matthew Morrison. That's pretty Almost interesting. Yeah. Glee is the best. <laughs> so... There will be a cameo for from Sarah Paulson, but mm-hmm. she won't be appearing on a regular basis as she has in the last eight seasons of AHS and also appearing in American Crime Story, the first season as Marsha. What's her last name? Sorry, the I lawyer of the Kardashian. Marsha. Marsha, a lawyer. Just Marsha. Just Marsha. I don't know. Basta sa O.J. Simpson thing. And Evan Peters is also sitting out but this is an interesting thing because HS has been on for so long mm-hmm. and it's it's nice to have a little change. Yeah. And this isn't the only project Ryan Murphy has in the works. So the super producer who according to Booty is my life peg. Well, well, well he, he is. is. He is naman. So <laughs> he recently signed a deal with Netflix. So he's producing the Politician starring Ben Platt. I'm so excited for that one. That's really exciting. I'm so excited for that one. It's a musical, ba? Um, Parang hindi. I, don't, I don't know, but like, I wouldn't be mad if it was. <laughs> and then, Pero, it's about like a high school, diba? Parang someone running for a class president. Hindi ba siya or something like, like that? politics? Thing? I don't think so. I think it's high school. Oh, okay. Well, we'll, well wait and sense. see. Uh-uh. Then we have the film adaptation of The Prom. From Broadway, mm-hmm. starring Nicole Kidman, Meryl Streep, the this is Meryl super Streep, exciting Ariana Grande, yeah. and James Corden also and are gonna like be there. It'll fill the the void since prom is closing I on know. Broadway. So That's at least so we have sad. this to look forward to after it ends its run. And finally, another thing is that um, he will be reteaming with Sarah Paulson on One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Neck. Next, <laughs> kanina, kanina pa yan. One uh, flew over so the first, cuckoo's nest. So first recording naman of this, he said the exact same thing. It's never gonna stop. So it's a prequel series 
called Ratched, starring Nurse Ratched. I hated that character so much. Yeah. And I'm sure Sarah Poson, being the great actress that she is, will make us hate Nurse Ratched even, even more. more. Or maybe understand where she's coming from. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Father Nick in Heaven who showed us this. Yeah, thank you for introducing um, this film to us. Yes. So speaking of Broadway, just a short popcorn mm-hmm. also. Broadway is experiencing a Broadway purge for some ridiculous reason. Waitress was it's just like announced. It's like the apocalypse in Broadway. Yeah, waitress. Waitress is gonna like end its what? run. Be so, more chill. Yeah, and the prom. And the prom. I and wanted it, to watch the prom also. And I don't understand. I mean, and Booty is just about to go on a New York yeah, trip. And then, so the fir- the top two shows that I wanted to watch were the prom and Be More Chill, but they're not gonna be showing anymore by the time I get there. So, Ay, nako. Iyak na lang ako. Iyak na lang talaga. Mm-mm. So that's a sad for Broadway yeah. fans everywhere. Yeah. But they also announced the cast for the West Side Story revival mm-hmm. for 2020. With Isaac Powell. Exciting stuff. Yeah, super. And West Side Story movie had a cast photo and everything also. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of musical revivals also, happening in the, in right the Heights. Now. Have you seen the pictures oh, of I haven't in the seen Heights? That. Super... Check Lynn's Twitter. Super damn yung posts Okay, about I it. will go and check that yeah. out. So, that is our popcorn for the week. Um, ang daming popcorns as always. Mm-hmm. News is always developing. Sports is always developing. Woo! Woo! Who so, is she? <laughs> so, yun. Um, those are our popcorns for the week. We will go on a short break and we will be back with our main topic. Here at Popcorn. Westlife the 20 Tour, celebrating 20 years of hits, July 29 and 30 at the Smart Iron at the Coliseum. Tickets are now on sale at ticketnet.com.ph or call 911-5555. Presented by Wilbros Live, Westlife. Hashtag Westlife Manila 2019. And we are back here at Popcorn, your stop for all things pop. And we are already approaching our main topic for the week, which is Stranger, Stranger Things. things. Season 3. 3. 3. Sobrang sabaw na namin dito. <laughs> Stranger Things Season 3. So before anything else, this is a spoiler-heavy episode mm-hmm. as per all of our discussions. So if you haven't seen Season 3 of Stranger Things... Stop listening. Or Str- Stranger Things in general... Stop listening, go, go watch, watch it, it, and come back. Eight hours after. <laughs> or eight times three episodes that's after. True. That's 24 episodes. Wow, galing magmath. Wow, oh. mental math right there. Quick fire Parang di ko major. <laughs> so anyway, before we head into our main discussion, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, we lost a whole episode and mm-hmm. we were with our co-host, Angela. So before she left us, and we parted the ways when we were all so sad. Yeah. She recorded a short message, which is an abridged version of... All her main uh, points. All her main points from our lost episode. Mm-hmm. So here's that bit. Just listen to what Angela has to say. And we'll probably reiterate a bit on yeah. that a bit later. Roll the clip. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here right now in my car after... <laughs> the shenanigan that happened at Radio Katipunan Studio. The unfortunate event. So, before we proceed with the full episode... The the full re-recorded episode. Here's a special message from our co-host, Angela, (laughs) who couldn't make it to 
the re-recording. The re-recording. So, um, hello, Angela. Hello, everybody. Um, so, just in general, I wanted to talk about the influence of Stranger Things and everything. Um, my own personal thoughts, favorite characters, etc. So, this might be a little scattered. Um, but <laughs> hopefully, it makes sense. Anyway, Stranger Things was such a phenomenon when it came out because it, it took back that sort of format of interwoven stories like different threads coming together um, and I really didn't mind that we didn't understand Eleven at first um, I, did, I didn't mind because sometimes when there are characters you don't understand their motivations or anything you get kind of sick of them but I super enjoyed that about her because she had such a charm about her um, and that the season one coming together in different strands um, all coming together at the end I super enjoyed which I thought which I thought was mirrored this season season two was a little more scattered because when you come together in such a tight formation in season one and it sort of blows up of course there is you have to deal with that falling action but season three came back to the truths and in that it wove together again different stories coming together like Russians and then Eleven and her newfound girl friendship with Max and everything. Um, Hopper and Joyce trying to figure something out, like if um, Mayor Klein is up to something or anything. So I really enjoyed that about this season. Um, I also enjoyed the theory about Will's queerness. Um, we will probably dive yeah. more on that later. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. So Will being queer? Question mark. Is it? I like that it's open right now, especially because of Mike's. Um, outburst like it's not my it's not my fault you don't like girls plus that that um inclusion in season one where joyce was talking about what's what's the dad's name i don't remember um but joyce was talking about their dad nobody cares yeah nobody cares about him he's awful um joyce was talking about him and how he used to say that will was a f word um and that he was different from other kids so it's it's interesting to see how that dynamic plays out vis-a-vis us thinking maybe Will's just not grown up yet or anything and the introduction of queerness at all in Robin Um, super enjoyed that super loved that LGBT inclusion in season 3 and everything Um, and season 3 was just fantastic for me I loved the Mind Flayer it was just heightened in its stakes in its feelings in its emotions and And true crime and true crime it felt very serial killery like the the mark of a serial killer is that they they can be very very charming and Billy Dacre Montgomery was so charming this season him and Heather and I thought that that it 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 played such a great role in the whole the whole of the show like that sort of aspect of them luring people to become flayed and it it's like a voluntary kind of reaction and I also like how at the end of season 3 instead of that violent closing of the gate from season two eleven instead is more tender when she tries to confront the main villain quote unquote and she brings up a memory and it's not as violent it's like a it's a different approach to um resolving any conflict within the series so those are mostly my thoughts a little scattered i'm sorry but just before i go and because of the technical difficulties we had but yeah, season three, super good. Stranger Things, super good. Super enjoyed it. Also watched Blown Away. <laughs> Great stuff. Good stuff. Thank you, Netflix. I love you. <laughs> so thank you, Angela. Your 
opinions on this episode are very valued. <laughs> we are very saddened by the news of our audio being I'm gonna gone. Cry. This is so sad. <laughs> We're also sad here in the car right now yeah. because we just lost that whole two hour episode. <laughs> so this is just proof that Angela was here. Yes, I And she I was provided her this. expertise on the Thank philosophical you. and literary realness <laughs> of everything. Thank you. We're so sad we won't be able to have her in the rest of the episode. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, that's it. Thank you, Angela. Thank you, guys. We hope to see you again in Amen. the next episode. Hopefully, in better circumstances <laughs> yeah. than this. With a non-muted mic and everything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Patalo talaga si Mike. Mike talaga. Oh my gosh, we'll get into that again. <laughs> <laughs> Mike patalo. Every other kid was patalo, but Mike this season talaga. And Jonathan. Jonathan disappointed me so much. He should have supported Nancy. I'm just saying. Yeah. Yep. I'll rehash what you said earlier. Thank you, Don't thank worry. you. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, okay. thanks, Angela. Thank you, thank guys. You. We will see you again in a further episode yes. of Popcorn. Yes, I'll see you soon. Enjoy the night. <laughs> Enjoy. Ingat pa uwe. Thank you. Okay. Goodbye, children. Bye. <laughs> so, there you go. That was Angela's take on Stranger Things and Stranger Things Season 3, particularly. A very, very quick version of yeah, what she thought. Yeah, so thank you, Angela. She experienced a two-hour recording with us, but sadly, it's gone. Hopefully, we retrieve it somehow. It sucks because she had so much like good insight in that yeah. episode. Yeah, and we really, really enjoyed that whole episode mm-hmm. in general. So, yeah. But we'll try to m- do our best. Yeah, to... and we'll try to rehash what she said <laughs> if she missed anything in that yeah, recording. So, Angela, if you're listening to this, thank you again. Thank you. So, now we will proceed to the real topic Mm -hmm. which is Stranger Things so Stranger Things briefly lang created by the Duffer Brothers Mm -hmm. came out on Netflix um, in 2016 with season 2 coming out in 2017 and just recently season 3 came out so it's been a really big phenomenon in general probably Netflix's biggest original out there and what made Netflix original such a big cultural impact was started by that uh, was started by Stranger Things. Yeah, because when Stranger Things came out, like the Netflix wasn't really into original content as much as it is now. Like mm-hmm. they were just starting out and trying to explore, like making original stuff. So that's one of their earliest um, stuff that they mm-hmm. put out, and it was a. It was, it was an hit. unexpected hit. Yeah. Starring like literal no ones. Yeah, the kids weren't really. Oh. And the kids were so small. Mm-hmm. They were so cute. I know. And, you know, it had so many iconic things to begin with. When we talk about season one, we remember Eleven's egos. Yeah. The Steve and his baseball bat with spikes. Yeah. Winona most... Ryder just screaming, well! <laughs> and having those yeah. ABCD Christmas lights. Yeah. And aside from that, of course, we can't not speak about Barb. Hashtag justice, justice for, for Barb. Barb. Who we will never forget. We will her never impact, get over. Her impact has reached far beyond mm-hmm. the walls of Hawkins. Yeah. Just because everyone loved Barb, she got a cameo to Riverdale. She and got her she own... became a regular na in Riverdale. Yeah. Oh, really? Shannon, I don't watch Shannon, Riverdale anymore. Shannon Purser has a... Uh, it's Ethel and has 
had a bigger role mm-hmm. in their recent episodes though I haven't really seen the last bit of season 3 yeah. lol Riverdale and yun nga Budi earlier was saying about Sierra Burgess is a, a loser. loser she really like, is a loser Cholo has very strong feelings about it yeah like wow that's crazy but at least now we know like we're gonna sidetrack over it because we lost like two minutes the original <laughs> episode of you just hating on that movie yeah I mean I love to hate watch things so if you wanna hate watch something hate watch Sierra Burgess is a loser but back to Stranger Things yeah what else season one so, Dustin yeah. <laughs> just, Dustin. just Dustin. <laughs> I mean, season one basically was just really, really raw. Mm-hmm. World building. Yeah. Um, the but demo we just, yeah. We just met Eleven. We still like had to figure out, parang who is she? Why does she have all these powers? Mm-hmm. Who is the Demogorgon? Why is he after? What's Will? the upside down? Yeah. And we had this like side story in a high school love affair between Steve and Nancy mm-hmm. and then Jonathan third yeah, wheeling but... or like the Steve and Nancy triangle. yeah the Steve and Nancy relationship seemed so long ago and so toxic oh para ang dami na nangyari since like then. the very reason Barb is dead is because Nancy was such to a toxic up. person grabe ka naman <laughs> i mean gets she left her friend yeah. out in the pool while Jonathan took photos of her <laughs> <laughs> from the bushes. That was so because creepy. Because that was super normal. <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, justice for Barb. Mm-hmm. We love Barb. She has been iconic. Yeah. Yeah, um, but yeah, in generally, like, Stranger Things, like, before watching season one, I was never a big horror fan or, like, anything scary or creepy or anything with, like, supernatural elements. Like, I wouldn't really watch those kinds of things. But I think Stranger Things got me hooked because of the cast, the mm-hmm. kids. Like, their chemistry is just so good and, like, they're all so likable and charming. And the whole 80s vibe. Mm-hmm. Kasi, Definitely. you know, 80s nostalgia has been such a huge chunk of pop culture mm-hmm. in the recent past. And yeah. Netflix's Stranger Things mm-hmm. has been one of the most iconic ones to come out. Yeah. Aside from, like, San Junipero. Oh yeah, that's yeah. true. So yun, um, season one, great. Yeah. Great introduction. Season two, we have mixed feelings about it. Yeah. I mean. Uh, so season two, essentially, just Will gets tormented Will, again. Will comes back from the upside down. <laughs> yeah. Gets tormented from the inside mm-hmm. because nagsosya ng isang slug at yeah. the end of season, season one. one. And then, yeah, they go fight demo dogs. Yeah. Including Dart, who was Dustin's pet. Which also brings us to a recurring theme that we noticed on how every season in Stranger Things, we said (laughs) na palaging may isang kid na may patalo. (laughs) Yeah, so like season one, it was Lucas because like he was the paranoid kid. Like he didn't want to be friends with Eleven. Like he didn't trust her. So like he was the very skeptical character, and then the season two we have Dustin. Oh my gosh, who decided to who decided to keep Dart. Even yeah. though he looked super sketchy and gross. But then it did save them at the end of the day. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. Pero that really sucked. Oh, that, that started the whole conflict of the season. That's true. But, you know, season 2 also introduced Steve and Dustin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. From sobrang glow-up ng characterization Character ni Steve. Steve I from Steve. that brooding, yeah. whatever, typical mm-hmm. high school, poggy crush yeah. ng bayan trope. And then he became like the kuya ng bayan yeah. after. 
So that was really nice mm-hmm. also. And we were also introduced to Max, Max and, and Billy. Yeah. We don't we don't really know what their deal is. Mm-hmm. I mean yeah. Mac uh, Max is just some tomboyish girl who they meet in the arcade. Mm-hmm. And then see Billy is just some, just some guy who's just pure just evil. Just some hot guy who's evil. One hundred percent evil. Yeah, parang gusto lang yung managasa yeah. ng bike na bata. <laughs> but I guess yeah. So even though like hindi ganon ka established yung roles nila sa season two, we get why they were introduced because they played much a much bigger role sa season three, which and we'll, we'll talk be about getting later. into later. And aside from that, eleven also mm-hmm. the story of like what happened to eleven, yeah. and we find out that. She was harbored by David Harbour. <laughs> she was harbored by Hopper. Yeah. So, kanina tawang tawa kami kasi I said something along the lines of. Parang, was Hopper? Did Hopper became become her? Her papa, dad. Her papa. AKA papa. So like, Cholo genuinely kept asking, "Wait, is he Papa? Is is, is Hopper a Papa?" <laughs> No, I was no. like, did she ever call him Papa? Because the name of his dad, real dad, niya, yeah. was Papa. But apparently not. It's This is not the Papa Ketchup. Or Papa what? Can You Hear Me by ano, Papa oh Can God. You Hear Me by Yentl or Barbara Streisand. So, yeah, but, oh, <laughs> so that was the whole Papa thing. Yeah. But um, I, th- I think that... Going back before the Papa, the whole Papa <laughs> thing. Our issue nga with season two is, I guess that episode of like Eleven. The X Men. Yeah, the X Men esque episode of Stranger Things, because we felt like it was, it was the episode that before the finale. Am I right? Yeah. Parang the episode, so like we, I believe. We thought that it was a bit, parang it ruined the. What's the word? The momentum. The momentum. Yeah, of the series. Like she just appeared as a bitchin, mm-hmm. <laughs> as a yeah. bitchin. Although, I mean, with her slick uh, back look and her leather jacket. Yeah. Although it was a really interesting episode to see. Yeah, like, I really like that episode. mingle with like people that are like her. Basically mutants. Yeah. If you can call them that, I I, I liked it. I mean, mm-hmm. it could be a yeah, spinoff yeah, yeah. for sure. Whenever Definitely. when they plan on stopping Stranger Things, the main show, they could mm-hmm. probably focus on like the other people yeah. in that episode. Pero as we were saying earlier with both Booty and Angela also, Mm-mm. we were saying na it just doesn't fi- fit well with the rest yeah. of the season. With the pacing that it was, ano, parang umiba yung, umiba yung pacing of the series because it kind of felt out of place. Yeah. But so it was still good. It was still, I it still, was still really good. Two. So season one, season two, mm-hmm. really iconic. Yeah. I can say that. The- season two, we actually binged watched like in one in day. one sitting, yeah, in from one sitting, three p.m. Exactly. to two a.m. Yeah, like we were separately watching it mm-hmm. from our own homes, mm-hmm. but we were chatting with each other like, oh, ano tapos mana? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> true. So yeah, and those that was our uh, fun employed life, mm-hmm. kasi so we were, we were like we were different back then. We were different back then. For in fairness, yeah, season three, I even watched it one day also. Talaga. Yeah, like I remember. It wasn't planned. No season two, I planned to watch yeah, it. Yeah. Like because nga, we weren't doing anything, so I was like, "Oh, this is my goal. I'm gonna finish season two in one sitting." But no season three, it was unintentional. Eh. Mm-hmm. So parang I watched the first four episodes. I remember, and then I break ako to watch Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> from home. <laughs> Daming time. And then when I got home, 
nagano ako. I finished the rest of the episodes. Pero the fact that it wasn't like intentional, parang it just yeah. goes to show how much, how much of an amazing show this is. Parang it's so easy to watch. Parang you you just want to watch the yeah. next episode right away. But yeah. yun nga. Um, I even had a nosebleed after like seven episodes. Oh. And I was like, wow, eleven. Champery can you over that? Yeah, I was like, what a pop culture moment right there. <laughs> <laughs> I even sent it to Booty or probably posted it on IG stories oh, oh. or Snapchat pa yata. Oh, oh. Wala pang close friends so censored. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, iconic season 1, yeah. season 2. But the season 2, the most iconic scene pa ren. We can't not acknowledge the snowball. Um, oh yeah. The snowball scene because like after was, everything yeah, after everything they've been through hell and back so they oh. deserved that snowball. And like the moment with Steve dropping off dust into the ball, like giving him girl advice and like <laughs> teaching him how to fix his the hair. hair. And then after that with Dustin crying, Sobra I wanted to hug him. Saving yeah. the day. Yeah. So lang. They just deserved that. And I and ko pala nasabi kanina yung mm-hmm. how iconic Stranger Things was was that all the Halloween costumes. Oh yeah, definitely. Which Booty is wearing right now. Yeah, unintentionally because she had a Joyce costume. Yeah, I had a Joyce Byers costume like two Halloweens ago. Because, yeah, super pop culture phenomenon. Lang and siya. I was like on the search for Egos in the Philippines because I didn't really know what Grabe. Egos were. Uh, and I was able to buy them yeah. somehow in duty free. At a, Everyone was 11 for Halloween. Yeah, that was crazy. And mm-hmm. wig. Yeah. Even men were 11. Yeah. So that's how big it was. So that's pretty much it for our Stranger Things season one and two recap. We loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, we we're super. We were super excited for season three, which yeah. we will talk about after this break. Welcome back to Popcorn. Of course, we are still here at your stop for all things pop with me, Cholo Sidiaran, and my special co-host for the day, Bully Dastemosa. Yay! So now we get to the very dive of our episode. The meat of the episode. The meat of the episode. We've gone through the chicken skin. <laughs> now we're in the meat. It doesn't make sense, but we will go along with that um, analogy. Again, it's late, guys. It's, <laughs> it's really late. late. We we feel like we're in the upside down, and we still have work tomorrow. Yeah. So anyway, we are here at the season three discussion. So first, what did you think about before coming into season three? Because we had a yeah. two year wait mm-hmm. as compared to season longest, one and yeah. two. Um, like first of all, like watching the trailers, my first impression was I was so excited to see na the costumes and like the production design it was very peak stereotypical 80s mm-hmm. so like the outfits were like all bright and neon and it was just super like aesthetically pleasing so like yun palang medyo superficial but yun palang I was already like super excited to see what's in store uh-huh. for this new season same for me I mean mm-hmm. Ang daming hype, ang daming merch. I'm actually yeah. wearing an H&M X oh, Stranger Things collaboration, which you won't be able to, to see, see anymore. Because, yeah, we also <laughs> had my Funko Pops yeah. Stranger Things with us earlier in mm-hmm. our taped recording, which yeah. didn't happen. So, Sad. yeah, um, we were, we're already excited. And it's nice to have 
shows like this that take their time mm-hmm. and miss sila. Hindi yung parang yeah. we were talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. I was like, they've had two seasons a year for the past two years and mm-hmm. as much as I love it, it's kind of getting tiring to yeah. see the same thing. So it's good to have like breaks in between seasons like just so you can miss the But now we want season four right away. It's Actually, hindi. Ako, parang I wanna... Wait it out. I wanna, yeah. I wanna, parang break time muna before yeah, we get I into mean, all the drama Yeah, I mean, Netflix is never again. running out of series. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm my my list has been mm-hmm. so flooded with a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> and I haven't been able to watch it pa rin. Yeah. So anyway, on to season three. Mm-hmm. So what I do was... we want to discuss about season three? Um, I guess, wait, also, like, before getting into the whole thing, like, also, before season three um, was released, I also was really excited to see the Star Court commercial promo. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? The Star Court, I know. So, because back in the 80s, like, the mall culture was super popular back mm-hmm. then, like, the mall rat culture. So, it was, again, really exciting to see, parang yun nga, a stereotypical... 80s theme being incorporated into Stranger Things. And that was the main, it's really the main topic or yeah, main... Yeah, it was the center point. Center, ano, center setting mm-hmm. for the whole series. Yeah. Like the whole season pala. Mm-hmm. We're not British, we don't call it a series. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. it was very, it was very um, Robin Sparkles. Let's go to the mm-hmm. mall. Come on, Eleven. Wag na. Come on, Maxine. Wag na, wag na. Let's go to the mall. You'll find some Russians. Oh, may bago na ako sa verse ko kanina, yung first part lang. <laughs> no! So speaking of mall culture, the uh, main story kasi of season 3 is that Russians have apparently invaded Hawkins, Hawkins, trying to get to the upside down or mm-hmm. whatever it is out there. Yeah. And their guys was a mall, mm-hmm. which is the Starcourt Mall, which is the yeah. main setting. And nobody really knows. They were just like, oh, there's a new mall. Hashtag American Fun. capitalism. Yeah. Fun. And there was something brewing Bene- beneath. Yeah. So parang, literally, quite literally, underneath. Parang Robinson's dressing room lang ni Alice Dixon with <laughs> Robina Kabog or sila. whoever. Nauna pala tayo sa Nauna pala story. Philippines. <laughs> so gagawa ko ng fan fiction na... Nasa Starcourt. Ay, nas, may Demogorgon pala. Hindi siya sa ahas. Sa Robinsons. Abangan niyo yan. So anyway, yeah, I mean, the peak mall culture showed there mm-hmm. was, uh, shown there was, really show, showing how the malls took over the small businesses. Yeah. Which is still true up to this day, even mm-hmm. in the Philippines. That's true. It's so sad to see how when big malls open, smaller enterprises suffer, close yeah. and suffer and they show that through Joyce's store for example yeah mm-hmm. so yeah um there's but, a lot of that russian versus yeah. american thing i mean i don't know where it's coming from because Mm-mm. a lot of people on the internet are saying with the rise of with the popularity of chernobyl yeah. and the recent season of stranger things there's sort of like a paranoia involved with the russians yeah. again like where is this coming from? Is it simply yeah. because the times, as according to Angela Kanina, yeah. was like, is it because the Cold War was simply a thing in the 80s? 80s? Or 
Is it because there's some sort of paranoia in the present, mm-hmm. behind the scenes that are yeah. affecting such how stories it. and how it's represented? Yeah. So I think, as Angela was telling us earlier, it's more about you know representation and how the media should be responsible. Like, what mm-hmm. does Russian Twitter have to say to about, say this? about this? Exactly. Does Russia even have Twitter? Because yeah. I'm pretty sure they do. But like, I get it. Parang medyo na typecast yung Russians. Like, from Stranger Things to be like the bad guys. I mean, they had like Alexi. Yeah, well, that's true. another person. The, Who was the other person? I don't know. So yeah, parang it's a bit tricky nga to like... Yeah. Mm-mm. At least they humanized one person. Yeah, Alexi. May he rest in peace. Justice for Smirnoff. Very <laughs> <laughs> yeah, back to like the Stranger Things three theme in general. I think what we can agree upon it. It was like a much more emotional season in and a sense, much more mature season. Yeah, in a sense that the um, the drama was heightened. It was scarier. It was fun. It was funnier. It was funny. It was more sad than it has ever been. What so it- like. I think most of that is due to the fact that this is the third season yeah. and we've grown with these kids. That's we've true. seen them from age 10 to now like, they're probably age 15 mm-hmm. at this point. So it's like we saw them grow up. And we've been our invested. Children. <laughs> our yeah. children. Precious, precious children. Mm-hmm. We've seen their development as people yeah, exactly. and characters. Because siguro in season one, if somebody had died, we wouldn't be as so affected. as affected. Yeah. But now that people we got are, to know them. Yeah, now that we get to know them, mm-hmm. you're like, oh my gosh. I and just can't. Grabe yung grow, glow up, grown up glow up. Super. Like All of them. Like, especially si... Um, Lucas. Si Mike. Mike was the one na pinaka like, nag grow up. From the previous yeah. season, like he's just super tall now. Yeah. It's parang alayan na ng bosses nila. Yeah. It's just weird. Parang oh my god, they're all grown up. Tapos like si Lucas, like if you've seen like behind the scenes videos, he has like facial hair now. He has yeah. like a beard. Tapos si Noah Schnapp also like grew a lot. Mm-hmm. Like si Dustin lang yung si Dustin lang more or less stayed the same. Pero may ngipin na siya ngayon compared Aww. to that season. But in of course in as they are true to the story. Yeah. They put some prosthetics kay really? Gaten Materialo. Are you sure talaga about that? I think, that? Uh, I think may ngipin na siya ngayon. Oh, if I believe they just so. removed it. They just probably sad. digitally removed it with CGI. Ano <laughs> ko, si Dusty Bun. Dusty Bun. Okay. Aside from that, siyempre si Eleven. Just, mm-hmm. just, Millie Bobby Brown is yeah. gorgeous. Yeah, just Eleven slayed. She did. The whole game as per she usual. She carried the whole season yeah. again. Basically, Shana, she was doing the absolute most. That she can. Mm-hmm. I mean, in season one, she only had 246 words. Uh-huh. Sabi ni Angela, that's like almost two, two tweets. tweets. That's what she said. <laughs> well, all she said was, Papa. <laughs> Yun lang, 200 times over. Of Papa and like Ego or yeah. something like that. So yeah. Uh, and then now, I super love how in this season, we get to see Eleven like learning how to be a teenager. A teenager. Because of her girlfriend. Friendship with Max. Max. Which another like character progression mm-hmm. um, thing that I would want to talk about. Like, no season two, like Max and Eleven had like very bitter feelings toward yeah. each other. Especially Eleven towards Max because like she thought 
Max was like stealing Mike from her or whatever. Yeah. And then now it's super nice to see them like becoming actual friends and like Max Because teaching... we shouldn't pit women against other uh, women. Okay, yeah. True. Yes. Tapos, yeah, so like I loved seeing like Max just teaching her like about dressing up, mm-hmm. about like comics. Most, comics. And like his celebrities Boys. to fan to fangirl over. Yeah. So yeah. Si Ralph Macchio, which is <laughs> a good ano, choice by the karate way. Karate Kid. So aside from that, before we go on to the like ca- per character discussion, mm-hmm. yung I like the fact in season three na um, they had so many side stories or so many yeah. individual stories, mm-hmm. but by the end of it at the Battle of Starcourt, they all battled tied together. together. Mm-hmm. They all were tied together so seamlessly. Yeah. Like we had. The boys, Will, uh, Mike, Lucas, mm-hmm. and then Max and then, Eleven and Jonathan and I. And then Jonathan we, and Nancy. we have Jonathan and Nancy, and then we have the Mall Gang. The Steve, Robin, Erica, and Dustin. Yeah, and then we had Hopper, Hopper and Joyce, Joyce and as Smirnoff. usual, and Smirnoff. So yeah, and by the end of it, they were they were all, all like tied together. Tied together, and mm-hmm. that was as compared to season yeah. two, I think, where they were just all together all yeah. the time, or like. Parang hindi ganun ka oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. seamless yung mm-hmm. pagkagawa. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that it. was really good. I mean... So parang right now, kasi since they were all like split, parang once they all reunited, parang they all had their own strengths. Uh-huh. Parang lahat sila may ambag to the final yeah. battle. Which I really And the really final enjoyed. battle was significant, significantly bigger. Mm-hmm. It's in Definitely. a mall. They had a bigger kalaban. Mm-hmm. They had fireworks. Yeah. Thanks to Lucas. Thanks to Lucas, Lucas who finally redeemed, redeemed himself. himself from season one. That was a brilliant Mike, idea. Mike, on the other hand, wait, we didn't talk about this. Let's go back. So earlier we were saying that every season may patalo. Yeah. We didn't say that season three, it was definitely Mike yung patalo. Like all he thought about was Eleven, Eleven loving him back. Like oh, being overprotective yeah. about Eleven and like hating on Will. His How BFF. dare he? Just because Will wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons. So yeah, his best friend had to go through so much. I know, and that was what you'd say to him. I know. He was like, just because he didn't like girls. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how he talks. (laughs) Eh, pano pano pano. That's. Pero yeah. I I was talking from Mike's um, season one voice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, so yeah, we're going now to our discussions that we like. Per mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. So, I think first of all, I really love Nancy's characterization here. Yeah, for like, sure. She's gone such a long way yeah. from season one. Where she was like a young friend who left her Mm-mm. friend to die. Hashtag justice for Barb. <laughs> to now a strong independent woman. Yeah. So like Nancy in this season, like she kind of embodied the struggles that women face or are still facing. Like, especially in the workplace. Hashtag so, girl boss. Yeah. So, in season three, we see her and Jonathan working at the Hawkins Post. And then, we see her, like, being constantly ridiculed by these old white men. Who, like, every time she has an idea for a story, she they just, just call her Nancy, Nancy Drew, Drew. And her idea just automatically gets shut down. Shout out to Michael Park, though. From yeah. Dear, Dear Evan, Evan Hansen. Hansen. natin yun. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Nandun pa pa siya sa show? Nandun pa na siya sa show, no? Na Dear Evan Hansen. Uh-oh. Anyway. Oh, wait, is he? I think he is. I think he still is. He's the longest running cast member of that yeah. show. So, 
So, he was the boss, mm-hmm. and they had that Donald Trump-esque yeah, character. The creepy, the super creepy yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, it, and at the same time, it's also kind of political. Because, mm-hmm. you know, in a lot of the liberal media in the States, they have a lot of these political yeah. allusions to Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. And, of course, they took this opportunity to have that character opposite Nancy. Yeah. I mean, you can see how brilliant Nancy is in yeah. following a story. Yeah. But as a woman in a workplace in the yeah. 80s, of course, Mm-mm. it's not going to be It's not going to be as easy. And, and like if you yung see Joanne yeah, hindi pa siya oh, oh, Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so first of all, it was super frustrating, but like it was an unfortunate truth to see that like Nancy had to work a hundred times harder as compared to Jonathan. Mm-hmm. Jonathan was just always there just developing his photos. That's yeah. when lang siya every time Nancy opens the door while Nancy's like running all over town yeah. just to get like a lead on her story. Yeah. The exploding yeah. rats. So like that's another thing. Just we just want to sidetrack a bit how we, Jonathan disappointed us this season mm-hmm. a bit, wouldn't you say? So yeah. like it was it After was... all you've been through, <laughs> I'm paniwalaan. So, like, that scene in the car where they were kind of fighting and getting annoyed at each other, Jonathan and Nancy, because Nancy wanted to push for her story. Mm-hmm. While Jonathan was, like, being too annoyed telling Nancy that she was so relentless. But that's life. You live in your own personal yeah. bubble. You're <laughs> exactly. such a conyo Atenean. <laughs> <laughs> what? So, like, <laughs> No, I mean, like, the, you get it. That's yeah. kind of, like, how people try to say things mm-hmm. to people just because yeah. they live a privileged life exactly. more than you. Baron Jonathan, you don't understand that Nancy needs to be relentless if she wants to further her career because like, she may not just, be she may yeah. be rich, but she's also experiencing her own struggles mm-hmm. as a woman yeah. in the eighties. Yeah. And it's nice that she had her moment with her mom also. Yeah. Especially because the mom has been like kinda sketchy. <laughs> because like of her See, obsession Mrs. with Wheeler. yes, Miss Wheeler was like being all like interested in Billy, so like that was a bit weird for her. But it was nice to see her and Nancy like have that little moment where she encourages Nancy when she feels super when she was feeling super defeated and yeah. saying like, "No, you go and like work hard on your story. Yeah. Go push because for it. she as a woman in that in her age mm-hmm. has not been able to fight for herself the way she Nancy thinks that." Can her daughter yeah. can. And that's really nice to have a supportive parent like that mm-hmm. because, you know, at the end of the day, she was all about her family even yeah. if there was this hot guy in front of her yeah. already inviting her to go to a motel. That was super weird. I, I'm so glad that wasn't a scene. I was like, kung matutuloy yung scene to, I'm gonna get super creeped out. <laughs> so good thing it didn't. So yeah, <laughs> that was the Nancy storyline. Yeah. Next, we have a new character Robin, Robin, played by Maya Hawk. Mm-hmm. She's actually the daughter of Ethan, Ethan Hawk and Uma Thurman, mm-hmm. I believe. Yes. So that's really... She's a really good character. Good, yeah. What I love about Stranger Things is that they're able to integrate new characters super without seamlessly. being so forced. Yeah. And like, they're all like super likable. And <laughs> they're all like... They have their own quirks yeah. and their own like... I don't know. It's just really interesting mm-hmm. how they fit into the world so perfectly. Yeah, exactly. So for this one, so who is Robin? Robin. She's the co-worker of, of Steve I know, at Scoops of Ahoy. Steve in, in Filipino workplace 
It's ano? called office mate, hindi coworker. <laughs> may office. <laughs> sa Pilipinas lang may office mate. Yata, coworker eh. ni Steve yeah, Scoop so, Sahoy. Mm-hmm. They work at this um, ice cream shop at yeah. Starcourt Mall called Scoop Sahoy. Mm-hmm. And Dustin, the whole time, was like, Hey, you've been searching for girls all along, but she just go for Robin. She's uh-huh. she's there. And then eventually, by the end of the season... Steve does, like, fall for Robin. Yeah, and he's not really disappointed, but yeah. he's, like, surprised to find out that she's actually not pining on him, who has been the heartthrob of Hawkins High, mm-hmm. but a girl... Who was pining over Steve. Yeah, so parang... Because in the beginning, they were like, oh, I was... You caught my attention so many yeah. times. Mm-hmm. You got this croissant with egg or yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. like that. Croissant, especially Steve. Croissant, ba yon or I bagel? Know. I don't remember. Something with the basa sa tinapay na may ano? <laughs> tinapay na may palaman. Is it, is it important? It's not important <laughs> enough. But to be that specific, kasi you'd believe that that person was pining on mm-hmm. you or crushing on you. Yeah. So. By the but, end of it, Steve was like, oh. Yeah, so like in the end, we find out that Robin is, you know, lesbian, lesbian or bi. And, it's not clear. Yeah, that's true. That was, I super love how Steve reacted to it. Or like, or how he didn't react uh-huh, to it. Uh-huh. Because like, you would think like a male teenager in the 80s would be like homophobic or like. Yeah, he didn't respond like, in the any, toxic masculine yeah. way. And like, we. We were talking about this earlier. Like, we're sure that Steve in season one would mm-hmm. have definitely acted that way. Yeah. But because that's not the Steve we know now, Steve is like. The babysitter, Kuya yeah. vibe. Yeah. So I super love how Steve was super chill mm-hmm. and like accepting toward Robin because I super, like, I super stand their friendship. Yeah, <laughs> parang, it's really cute. Yeah. The whole time, parang. I super really enjoyed their chemistry. Like, them, like, Steve and Robin together. Like, when they were high together. It's sort of funny, no? And, yeah. And, like, just in general, how they would interact with each other. That's that was, really cute. Yeah, when when Steve was actually, like, starting to admit that he had feelings for Robin, parang something wasn't clicking for me. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't explain why. Yeah. That was when, yun nga, when Robin said na parang, oh, I don't like you that way. Parang uh-huh. I was like, yes, that makes much more sense. Like, we don't need to force a relationship on Steve just because, like, Nancy and Jonathan are in a relationship and he's not. Parang, yeah. So, wala lang. And speaking of LGBT narratives, mm-hmm. so, this is kind of more like a theory from people na season 3 alludes to Will's sexual, uh, uh, parang theorized mm-hmm. sexuality yeah. even more in this season. Mm-hmm. Kasi naman, again, <laughs> naalala ko lang ulit si Mike. Can we just go back to yeah. Mike for a second? So that was, we were talking about the scene where they were playing Dungeons and Dragons, Mike, Will, and Lucas. And then Mike and Lucas just weren't having it. And then yeah. Will, Will's feelings got super hurt when yeah. he found out that like, they weren't interested at all. Because and they then, had girl problems. Yeah, and then Mike was just like, ano sabi ni Mike? It's not my fault you don't like girls. And yeah. we was like... <gasps> yeah. And like, Mike... Si Mike talaga sobrang... Mm. I want... I want... <laughs> so parang, I just felt super bad for Will. Medyo nagdidigress ako. I'm sorry. But I mean, like, I, I guess kasi... 
you know, as you were saying yeah. to us earlier on our first recording, mm-hmm. now Will had to go through... It's yeah. not about not liking girls in general, yeah. but... But, like, it's been... For the past two seasons, Will has been suffering over this, like, supernatural creature that's been taking over his mind. Mm-hmm. And, like, all he wants now is just a sense of, like, normalcy. normalcy. And then, all of a sudden... It's Rani, Mike yung vibe niya. Yeah. And I'm like, nah, Mike, nah. Yeah. Wait, what were we talking about? <laughs> Yun nga, kasi it's the fact that, quote unquote, he doesn't like girls. We're not yeah, completely okay, okay, sure yeah. about that. Yeah. As Angela was saying in Parang, the oh, previous episode, the previous just, recording yeah. and the message recording, yeah. na there have been illusions, even in season one, where Joyce was saying to Hopper na his dad was saying na calling him the F word mm-hmm. just because he's different. Yeah. We're not completely sure because they haven't really explored that narrative yet. Yes. Because again, people will say that it's a possibility that just because cause he's not young but he's not like old enough to like be confirmed that oh, he doesn't like But girls. it's kind of an indicator. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. But we're not completely sure yeah. about that. And then, yun nga, a lot of people on the internet also have been saying that Noah Schnapp carries the whole show, but he was been put to the side on mm-hmm. season three. Yeah. What do you like, what do you say about that? Oh. I guess yeah, he didn't have as big as a role in like mm-hmm. saving the world. The joke, yeah. Man. Saving in Hawkins, Indiana, but like at the same time, if I were Will, um, I would rather be sidelined than being, mm-hmm. um. Parang tortured by the demogorgon and Naging the mind player. Siya. Naging alarm Parang, clock. Wouldn't you prefer that? Will would be like, he's here. Oh, oh, I'm with... having my Peter tingle. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would rather that than like yung super possessed yeah. episode niya no season yeah. 2. Speaking I mean, of, Noah, Noah Schnapp deserves the awards for yeah. all of this. Has he won an Emmy? Parang wala pa. He should. He should, he should. He definitely should. I mean, season... I mean, book, wala sa season 3, pero wala sa season 2. Wala siya sa season 1. Yeah. Season 2, we carried a lot of yeah. the acting. And he's the youngest cast member in yeah. this squad. So it's really nice for not just Noah Schnapp, but a lot of these kids who are mm-hmm. really going out there and showing what they can do. Like, yeah. si Finn Wolfhard was in It and will be in the second mm-hmm. It this year. And Millie Bobby, Bobby Brown. Brown is in a Godzilla series. Mm-hmm. And she's also gonna be part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe soon. I mean, those are rumors that she'll be part of the yeah. Eternals. With uh, also rumored cast members Keanu Reeves and Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. What a powerhouse cast that will be. My budget. My budget. Well, it's Marvel. <laughs> yeah. But going back to Stranger Things, yeah. The kids are all grown up. And there, it's more mature because yeah. the first scene we see is Eleven and Will. No, Mike. Uh, Eleven and Mike. Just making out. Not just kissing. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Na sila. Na so, like, it is a reminder that, like, oh, yeah, they are not just kids anymore. Yeah. So, aside from that, of course, there's still more Steve, Steve and, and Dustin. Dustin. My two favorite characters. Uh huh. So yeah, it's super just para major fan service na at this point yeah, I feel yeah. ko. because like again everyone loved them at season two and how their relationship was in season two, and then now just like that that opening scene where they reunited after Dustin came back from yeah. science camp that whole handshake thing uh-huh. so cute nun, man yeah 
So yeah, it's just super fun. It's nice fun. to see how they've developed yeah. all the different character mm-hmm. relationships at this point. But before we go to our next point, I forgot to bring up oh. what I brought up earlier which today, is? which is the whole will queer upside down reach oh. theory. <laughs> okay. I really reached for it. Okay, that's true. Because I was, I had this theory saying that. So is Will being in the upside down sort of representative of a struggle of being an LGBT member? Because <laughs> parang people don't see what you're going through on the other side. Yeah. So it's sort of like a closet or mm-hmm. something like that. Mm-hmm. And even as he was out of the closet, quote unquote, and then his mom had to put the mind flare out of him. Mm-hmm. Even until season three, me parang tingles parin yeah. or. Me vibes, but in a, oh, I'm feeling this. Uh-huh. So I just thought of a random theory that the upside down can be an allegory or an allusion yeah. to being a queer person mm-hmm. in society. Yeah. It's not. It's kind of a reach, but it might. It it's could not be. Impossible, it could be a, a reading bit, to it. Yeah. If you have a completely queer reading, lang talaga, uh-huh. that might yeah. be what you get from it. Mm-hmm. So yun lang. I just wanted to bring that up one last time before I forget. <laughs> okay. So what else can we talk about? We have Jim and Joyce. Mm-hmm. The, the parents. The uh-uh. Tapos, they were fighting I know. the whole time. And by the end of it, Hopper, quote-unquote, dies. We don't, we know, don't know if, if he dies Hopper yet. actually dies so or I not. So I refuse to be like all sad. Because there was confirmed. a... There was an end credit sequence and mm-hmm. there there was an line an American person to an American person in Russia. Which a lot of people believe to be um, Hopper. Hopper. Because yeah, there was no body. And, when... and well people in the beginning were seen to be like slobs. Uh-huh. Yeah. But there were also other people in the room who went in kasi. Mm-hmm. So I feel like they must have extracted him before yeah everyone else died mm-hmm. and then you know brought let's him just, to Russia to become a prisoner let's just hope let's just hope he's a prisoner and not dead because <laughs> how will they find another actor such as David Harbour yeah. who will fill in that role I know like he's been such a such a parang important pillar Uh-oh, yeah exactly that was well super anyways back and, to and it's nice that they made Murray come back the mm-hmm. bald eagle yeah is in the nest. Yeah, because like season two, we were saying he was a babysitter of Na- Nancy and Jonathan, and then now he just became the babysitter of Hopper and Joyce. Yeah, and they're like really issues. Fun. Yeah, it's just so sad how that ended, mm-hmm. but we'll have to see. Hopper as, never got that. Yeah, date. we'll have to see how. Sana sa season. Oh my god! Imagine if it's season four and he is still alive, and then he gets that date with Joyce. That might be the OTP, na talaga. So next, another big protagonist in this season. Uh, antagonist pala. Mm-mm. Oh, well, both. You can say ah, that. Antagonist. It's Billy. Yeah. <laughs> well, we didn't really... Earlier, we were saying that Billy and Max, we don't really know where they yeah. fit in to this universe. Mm-hmm. So, we're kind of saying that season two, I feel like it's more like a transitional season mm-hmm. between season one and three, uh-huh. wherein we figure out where the world is at the moment. Yeah. So here's Eleven coming back from wherever she came from in the Upside Down, mm-hmm. being with Hopper, and then everyone else reeling from that whole where's Eleven now. Yeah. And then we have the new characters, Max and Billy. Like, we don't really know 
why they're there mm-hmm. for season two. At and now we know least. it's because Billy's gonna be a serial killer. <laughs> kind of. I mean, Billy kasi is like, from Will, the mm-hmm. Mind Flayer went into Billy's yeah. body. And mm-hmm. he basically flayed everyone. Yeah. And they all exploded and turned into this big blob <laughs> monster. Exactly. Parang mga rats. But I don't know. Billy kasi talaga, because he was so evil, like mm-hmm. in season two, I just never ako naka-sympathize for But him. that probably made him more effective yeah, as a villain. Yeah, as a villain, because exactly. Because you already know that yeah. he's a villain. I mean, that that ending, like right before he died, mm-hmm. ba, that was, parang he kind of sacrificed himself. Yeah. So I guess at least he had that redeeming yeah, Quality I think that's a really good redemption because yeah. that humanized him. Yeah. Now Eleven was able to see his past and why uh-huh. he's kind of like yeah. evil, if you can say that. Yeah, he was... is. He is evil. Well, he's a you a human being. <laughs> I know. Sorry, hindi hindi ka, hindi ako Billy apologist. I'm not a Billy apologist <laughs> either, but I'll say that it's nice that there's a backstory as to why there's Billy that yeah. we know as an evil person mm-hmm. who wants to sleep with Mike's mom. Yeah. <laughs> but still, it's super, it was super sad. But now. what I love is that oh. even though this is a fantastical or a horror sci-fi kind of thing mm-hmm. with Billy having the mind flare mm-hmm. controlling him, yeah. it also had that 80s true crime serial killer vibe mm-hmm. na this is how serial killers act. They're good looking. They're charming. They're charming. They can easily, yeah, they can yeah. easily you know, just get women or other people to do what you. they want and then kill you. Mm-mm. So, Angela and I are big fans of true crime and we yeah. love that this was the characterization or the storyline that they gave mm-hmm. with Billy. Yeah. It was super scary. This season talaga. Yeah, In the general. rats alone were like yeah. body and it's it like body horror violent. na talaga. Yeah, eh. well, just like everyone stabbing each other and like hitting each other with... With sharp objects who were... And speaking of that, there was also a controversy with mm-hmm. this season. Why? Na ang dami daw smoking. So now, was there? Yeah. Parang people are like, there's too much smoking in Stranger Things Season 3. So Netflix parang made the statement that they were gonna lessen smoking mm-hmm. on Netflix shows. But wasn't... That an 80s oh, thing? Oh. Very 80s to I me. I have no well. idea. People are too offended these yeah. days. Well, anyways, but yeah, again, like what I was saying, that's what I also noticed about the season of how much like scarier it got because of how much gorier it yeah. was. Tapo, siguro yung more about the Russian thing is mm-hmm. Alexi, aka Smirnoff. Smirnoff. That was really cool. Shout yeah. out to Smirnoff Mule, the <laughs> every... choice, the drink of choice of, of every Athenian, Athenian students. ever. <laughs> um, it was really. It's really nice to yeah. have. I mean, among all the Russians, na there's all this paranoia and tropes and stereotypes of what Uh-oh. the Russians are. We but, get this one wholesome, I know, character. Yeah, Smirnoff just mm-hmm. wanted some cherry Slurpee. Oh, also, and to watch Looney Tunes. I I forgot to mention. I also speaking of like Slurpees, I super love the nods to Heather's. Like oh, whether, were there? Whether it was intentional or not. Yeah. I don't know if it... It probably wasn't, but I picked up on it. Because if you're not aware, Winona mm-hmm. Ryder was in Veronica, a movie called... Veronica! Was in a Veronica. Movie, oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> so, Ver- so, Winona so, 
Rider, musical po dito. Winona Ryder was Veronica in a movie called Heather's, which was um, made back in the 80s. Tapos, and, and turned that, into a musical, yeah. which I just sang. Yeah. So, in Heather's, diba, JD, the... Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! Diba? So, JD, um, the love interest of Veronica, or Winona Ryder's character, was obsessed with 7-Eleven slushies. Mm-hmm. Tapos, also, There's a Alexei, whole song about this yeah, on the musical. Freeze your brain, listen to it. So, diba, Alexi was also, ano, Oh my gosh, but ngayon ko lang na-realize yan. Yeah, di mo napansin. No, na, I, was too into, I was too into Stranger Things so I thought, to like, even para, realize. I'm pretty sure that's a nod to Heather's. Because like Winona Ryder, 80s movies. It probably is. Serial killing. Uh-huh. Thing and... and speaking of Winona Ryder, this mm-hmm. is like, she's on a roll. Yeah, super. I mean, this kind of revived her career. Yeah. And there's a lot of like, really nice Easter egg casting happening here. Like mm-hmm. in season two, we didn't get to mention kanina na oh my God, Bob, Bob Newbie superhero was in also peace, a Bob. thing. Hashtag justice for Bob. And justice for Superhero. everyone who's been affected by this whole upside down phenomenon that's mm-hmm. happening in Hawkins. Yeah, I mean Bob was a really good character. See, Sean Astin um, was in the, the Goonies, Goonies, which was a very Stranger Things esque ano din daw, it, It's it's really a uh, one of the inspirations yeah. behind Stranger Things, like Goonies and Stand by Me yeah. by Stephen King. So it's nice to have like a revival of. 80s people. That I'm not sure if David genre. Harbour was from an 80s show or not. But he looks like he was. Probably. <laughs> but like in Riverdale, for example, a lot of their cast members, such as Teen Heartthrobs, R.I.P. Um, Luke, Luke Perry was part of yeah. 90210, mm-hmm. and, Molly Ringwald, and Molly Ringwald, 80s, 80s queen uh-uh. of all 80s movies. So it's kind of nice to have that revival. Also in the Arrowverse, there mm-hmm. are Easter eggs about yeah. All those things. Just capitalizing on people's nostalgia. Yeah, and now <laughs> even Keanu Reeves, kinda. Uh-oh. It's like, kinda nostalgic, but also on a roll. So, yun. Mm-mm. A lot of interesting yeah. things. And aside from that. So, yeah, wait, back to Alexi muna. Niyata na tapos. The side track tayo kay Heather's. Heather. So, ako, you, you can explain why you loved Alexi so much. But ako kasi, I think because I was just paranoid the whole time. And I thought like he was an undercover bad guy. So when he was shot by si Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. like parang hindi ako as na effect as Oh yeah, and the Ar- Arnold Schwarzenegger, that character, uh, I believe, is a reference to the Terminator. Mm-hmm. Because he, he really looked like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. He didn't really speak that yeah, much. Yeah, going all crazy on Hopper. But he just went all cray-cray mm-hmm. and couldn't really be killed yeah. until the very last point. So yeah. that's also a nice 80s throwback. Mm-mm. I mean, there's more Terminator to come in the real Terminator saga. But mm-hmm. back to Stranger Things. Ikaw, bakit super na-invest ka kay Alexi? I don't know. It was really fun to have another, you know, iconic character mm-hmm. or parang a quirky lang. quirky innocent uh-uh. person yeah. who made such an impact already parang si Barb lang na Barb was like pretty much not intended to be as iconic as she is yeah. right now same as Alexi it's yeah. really nice na parang okay he just wants his slushy he's yeah. a good guy he wants the good life Uh-oh. parang Russia versus America nga na the American dream gusto yeah the American dream with Looney Tunes TV Seven Eleven, Carnivals, July Fourth, everything. Yeah, everything. It's just really, it's just cute. Yeah. 
yun lang Alexi um, justice for Alexi again <laughs> he was lang. taken from us listen generally hashtag justice for everyone in this series <laughs> they all deserve better they all deserve better yet they stay in Hawkins yeah and let's talk about some more favorite moments from this series or this season in particular mm-hmm. of course there's the iconic I dump your ass scene yes I love that one because sobrang again I love the L and Max friendship mm-hmm. and like I love how Max was teaching L like okay you should not take any crap from any boy ever especially Mike <laughs> what was her ex- what was her specific line she said wait I took note eh. Max said there's more to life than stupid boys. So, so take note. <laughs> take note, girls or boys who are, you know, thinking about that. There's it's more really, to life it's really than nice. stupid boys. And they had a girl bonding moment at the mall. Yeah. They both looked gorgeous. They're super, yeah, super pretty. Ang ganda nila. And now they're just like probably 15, mm-hmm. 14. Imagine yeah. they're if They're only they going to get prettier. Yeah, they could be the next Sophie Turner or... Whoever's popular yeah. as a teenager. So, like, I love that montage. Like, yeah. even though it's a cliche na yung, like, makeover montage. It's a very 80s yeah. thing. That's the material super girl by Madonna. It. Yeah. yung mga crazy rich Asians lang. Oh, right. Ano, yeah. Material girl din yun eh. It's a typical yeah. makeover song. Mm-hmm. But it's nice. Eleven's outfits were gorgeous. That yeah. black romper thing. Yeah. Would definitely, like, wear that as a Halloween costume. Cute yeah, I mean, they even had the ketchup and mustard moment. I yeah. Mean, there was a scene in episode 3 yata or 4 when, when Heather to... was missing. Mm-hmm. When they went to Heather's house and then they were in a red and yellow raincoat yeah. um, outfit. outfit, yeah, respectively. Mm-hmm. And there was a behind-the-scenes video showing Sadie Sink and Millie Bobby Brown singing like, Ketchup and mustard, something like that. <laughs> so that's really cute. Ah, uh, sobrang cute talaga nga nila. Next, um, the, the never-ending story. Yeah, the that's, most iconic, ano. Yeah, I most mean. Most iconic scene of the whole series. It was kind of random, to Super be honest. Super random. I so, mean, because in, in episode one, Dustin was all like, Oh, I came from Camp Nowhere. I have a girlfriend who's really pretty and really smart at the same time. Yeah, she's a Mormon and she lives in Utah. Yeah, and everyone was like, <laughs> Yeah, right. This girl is imaginary. Just yeah. making it up. How could she be so this again, pretty? So again, si Mike ba nag nun? I think so. so or like, Lucas. Yeah, I swear. If Mike was the one who initiated that teasing, then parang, I swear, Mike, get your act together by season four. <laughs> <laughs> Pero yun. Uh-huh. That was so iconic. Never yeah. ending story was like it was super an 80s funny. song. I'm not yeah, sure who it sang is. it. Originally. So, like, the karaoke. Well, again, I was saying that earlier, this scene reminded me so much of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. So, that's a, that's a TV series, na para yeah. musical. And they have this song called Gratuitous Karaoke Moment, uh-huh. where they were just parodying, like, the tropes of rom-coms. And then, so, for that one, they were saying na how in every, like, romance or romantic movie, parang always the couple would sing like karaoke out of nowhere and it would make no sense super mm-hmm. out of place nya but regardless everyone loves it which is exactly what, what this happened. was what yeah. happened the world was literally ending and Susie <laughs> Poo was like time out kanta mo na tayo <laughs> wait i have to hear it first 
before I give you this, uh, what was that? Uh, the, the, the number. The number. Uh-oh. Plank's number. Dusty bun naman. Oh. And Dustin was like, oh, crap. But everyone's, okay. <laughs> uh, everyone's in the walkie-talkie, but he was like, turn around. <laughs> Look at what you see. So yeah, and I love how it's on Spotify now. Like it just is. Listen to it. Go listen whenever. to that and also the original song. Mm-hmm. It's really fun. Yeah. And apparently, the the girl, see Susie, she's apparently young Allison. Oh. In a fun home. And so, Gaten himself was yeah. in Lay Mis. boy din siya, diba? So it's nice to have that integrated into yeah. the show. So anyways. That was really cute. Shout a cute out to moment. That Shout out to Susie. Parang Maybe the, she can join the squad eventually. That would be fun. I'm sure she, she will. They need more women Uh-oh. in the cast. That's true. Kahit pang kahit via walkie-talkie lang, it's fine. With like more Susie and, and more of, song numbers. Speaking of uh, women, mm-hmm. we forgot to mention Erica because you can't yeah. have America without, without Erica. Erica. I mean, it's really nice that they extended her role mm-hmm. in the series. Yeah. Because in season two, she was at sassy sister mm-hmm. to Lucas, but yeah. now. She has a bigger role in the mall gang. Yeah. I love how parang she was kind of super complimentary character to Dustin. Mm-hmm. Because like, again, parang, she was also like a nerd, as nerd. they would say. Yeah. So parang I like how Dustin now has like a partner. Yeah. Or, like parang mentally may, ano yeah. na siya, may partner na siya. It's just really cute Mm-mm. to have that character yeah. evolve also into more... Yeah. And also, my heart melted yung when the buyers moved away. Child tapos, endangerment. Tapos, Operation <laughs> Child Endangerment. No, it's the ending when the buyers moved away. Tapos they yeah. gave her the Dungeons and yeah. Dragons. So, oh my god, passing the torch. <laughs> spin-off. Uh-oh. So As, many spin-offs. I know. I was saying also na I would also super watch just the series na kahit walang monsters or anything. Like, the two years, for example, in between season two and season three, mm-hmm. I would watch just them, like, going to school, going to the mall, having fun, talking about boys. Like or, a Disney Channel yeah, show. Yeah, exactly. I would super watch that. So, like, kung naghahanap kayong spin-off series, Duffer Brothers. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's really nice how everything came along together here. Mm-hmm. And nothing seems forced. Yeah. I mean, sometimes kasi... I mean, by the next season, they're saying that it might be the final season. Cause, like, yeah. uh, for example, I in an in an interview with the Duffer Brothers, they were like, "So far, what we've written ends with season four. Mm-hmm. So, of course, that's kind of sad to yeah, hear. Yeah, definitely. But it's Pero... also nice that there are showrunners out there who value their craft more than value how money. much they can extend <laughs> and yeah. how much more money they can get yeah. out of it." For because, example, like Glee yeah. extended until season six, and they met the hell out of that. Parang joke time na lang siya by the Yeah, end, but eh. I still finished it. <laughs> so listen to episode four of this podcast <laughs> for our Glee recap. Yeah. And but like back to Stranger Things, parang it makes sense because I don't know how sustainable this kind of a series yeah. is. Parang you can't just have a new oh, oh, have a new monster yeah, every year. Yeah. Parang sobrang kawawa naman yung mga bata. Like, exactly. So I think even though it'll suck to end season to end in season four, parang how how it how should. Else can you I go feel from like there? it should. Because yeah. parang give the kids a break, let As them he, grow up and live Angela normal lives. Angela was saying that she's hoping that this next season will be set during Christmas when they yeah. said they would return to Hawkins. Uh-huh. Because so it also gives them a reason to go back. Like there's a holiday. Apparently there's a holiday pattern now that we realized. Because mm-hmm. 
there was if Halloween. If it will be a Christmas season, yeah. season three will would have been the 4th, 4th of, July. of July. Season two would have been Holly, Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Ano season one? Wala lang. Was regular it? 80s nostalgia. Was Christmas no season one? Was it? By the end of By season end, one. Yeah. Yeah, so... It's a nice, it's just a nice, like, a nice pattern. pattern to have. Mm-mm. So, it's interesting. We don't know for sure what will happen in season four. Because 11 doesn't have powers anymore. Yeah. So, so, we were also thinking, like, what if her... Other X-Men friends yeah, come back. come back and, like, help destroy the Demogorgons, uh-huh. we're, we're assuming. And that's so, nga in the, in the extended scene, they were, mm-hmm. there was, like, Demogorgon and... Presumably, there will be more demo gorgons. Cause how else could you make it yeah. as big as this season? Yeah. At this point, cause oh, this wow, season wow. was really epic. Yeah. To begin with. I super um, feel bad for these kids, na. Yeah. <laughs> Let them live. Wala na silang buhay. Pero parang I really, what I really liked was how cinematic this season still was. Mm-hmm. I mean, compared to season one, it was more like an indie vibe, na raw yeah. vibe. But this one still was very cinematic, I would say. And all the colors were really nice to look yeah. at. But it felt very commercial. Yeah. M- more like a network show as compared to like a Netflix mm-hmm. original. I'm not mm-hmm. sure if it's intentionally made that way because the 80s, 80s were the peak of such shows. Yeah. So good on them if it was intentional talaga na they made it Mm-mm. this way. Yeah. So that's really interesting. Uh, what else? We just we just don't know what to expect out of season four. Yeah, but I'm sure it'll be just as amazing. So for now, we will write the fanfic with Alice Dixon and Demogorgons. <laughs> yeah. So that's it for our Stranger Things season three discussion. Woo! We pretty much tackled what we tackled. Yeah. In the lost episode, I still can't I believe. believe we lost that episode. And I still can't believe we re-recorded an hour and a half. <laughs> Of this. In fairness, uh, 30 minutes now in difference. So meaning we got most, if not all, of the points down. Yeah. And yeah. it's really, I mean, it's really late at this point. It's almost 2 a.m. My gosh. At the time of this taping. <laughs> so, yun. We will be back with one last bit of popcorn. WWE Live returns to Manila on September 20, Friday at the Smart Araneta Coliseum. Tickets are now on sale at ticketnet.com.ph or call 911-5555. Catch your favorite WWE superstars, including Roman Reigns, Kofi Kingston, Finn Balor, Charlotte Flair, Xavier Woods, Big E, Asuka, Elias, Kevin Owens, Shinsuke Nakamura, Rusev, Bailey, Carmella, The Isle Conics, and many more. Hashtag WWE Manila 2019, presented by WWE and Wilbros Live. Talent lineup subject to change. And we are back with our last bit of popcorn. As usual, we have the Pop Stop, which is our top picks and recommendations for anything pop culture we have consumed in the past week. Mm-hmm. So, Booty, take it away. So, the past week, I've been listening to, like, pretty much exclusively Casey Musgrave songs. Again? Yes. I mean, so it, it I is a really her, good album. I was into her, like, a few months ago, and then I kind of stopped listening to it, and then I started listening to her again. Mm-hmm. So, I want to just recommend her latest album, which is Golden Hour, which is a Grammy award-winning album. 
So yeah, if she's a country singer, Casey Musgraves is a country singer. And if you're not into country like I thought I was, I think Golden Hour is a good like Transition. gateway, mm-hmm. yeah, gateway album to get into country because it's, it's more country pop. It's kind of like Taylor Swift before she went 1989. Yeah, full exactly. On. If Taylor Swift had like kept on her yeah. country genre, I think this is more or less what yeah. she would have sounded. And it's like. a really good album, huh? Super. High Horse is a bop. Yeah, country disco. Parang never. I would have yeah. never thought that. Parang fusion of genres. Yeah, would work, and Space Cowboy. Space Cowboy was also super good. Rainbow. So, yeah. Rainbow, but yeah. rainbow. Yeah, I recommend. Go listen to that. Mm-hmm. And for me, I would recommend the Netflix film Unicorn Store, which is directed by Brie Larson and starring Brie Larson, mm-hmm. reunited with Samuel L. Jackson after reunion. Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. It's a really, really fun movie. I mean, I was really having a bad mental week last week. Mm-hmm. And. I was really feeling down and I had a rest day after that whole one week of working and I watched this movie and mm. it's kind of like a basic story that you could see as a narrative in a lot of other movies because uh-huh. the story is kind of like Brie Larson is this girl who believes in unicorns mm-hmm. not really believes in unicorns but like she hasn't really outgrown her childlike tendencies uh-huh. probably like myself Uh-oh. that's why i could relate with it i see that because she was an art she's an artist but her art is not necessarily appreciated by the general art people because yeah. it's different and has unicorns which she has been obsessed with since she was a child mm-hmm. and um, she's kind of being peer pressured by her family her friends or to just have a normal life like everyone yeah. else, have a job, all that. It's really relatable, especially for millennials, I think. Yeah. So go watch that. I won't spoil what how it ends, but it ends really nicely. Mm-hmm. It's just really feel good. And Brie Larson's just so charming. Yeah. And surprisingly enough, she's really a good director too. So go watch Unicorn Store on Netflix. And just to add to that, as Angela mentioned in her special message, her recommendation for the week is the Netflix show called Blown Away. It's kind of like a glass blowing competition. She explained it as like Master Chef, but instead of food, it's, it's glass. glass blowing. <laughs> yeah. So interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious to see what super unique Blown concept. Away is. Yeah. Super niche. Yeah. Niche? Niche? Niche, niche. <laughs> Whatever. So that is it for our pop stop for I the week. I can't believe we re-recorded this whole episode. Congrats and to us. Congrats to us. We oh made it God. to the end of our re-recorded episode. It's almost 2 a.m. Yeah. Um, Hopefully before, it's as authentic as the first one. I feel like one. it is. Yeah. And we brought up the good points. We of actually our... brought up even more points. Pa nga, I, I yeah, would say. the Heather's thing. Yeah. Anyway, so... Would you like to plug anything, Booty? No, don't follow me. <laughs> don't follow her. So, of course, for me, go and follow at Popcorn with Cholo. That's at Popcorn W Cholo on Instagram and Twitter. We'll be updating everything about our episodes on those social media channels. And mm-hmm. right now, I'm trying to start to develop it, Popcorn, as not just a podcast and radio show, uh-huh. but also as a social media news hub for anything pop culture related mm-hmm. so abangan nyo yan it's gonna be buzzfeed is shaking yeah buzzfeed is shaking <laughs> we're gonna make our own thing with popcorn 
Let's Exciting make times. it happen. Exciting times. Nagsimula na yan with Darna Uh-oh. kanina umaga. Ang dami ng retweet. Thank you to everyone who retweeted that. Of course, our old episodes, if you haven't listened to them, are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, and wherever streaming platforms you have for podcasts. Mm-hmm. So if you're also listening to Apple Podcasts, please, please do rate us so we can reach the charts and reach for the skies. Next wow. week on Popcorn, we have a really exciting guest. I've always wanted to have more episodes about Pinoy pop culture specifically and Pinoy movies. We're going to be having Annie the Harvest, mm-hmm. some actors and directors and producers from that film. It's coming out in Cinemalaya pretty soon in August. Yeah. So it's an exciting thing to talk about next week. So do tune in to Popcorn next week for the Annie the Harvest special and that is it for our popcorn stranger things extravaganza redux let's go to the mall thank you so much booty for redoing this Kanina na late na ako, so. I know. He was two hours late for our recording. Don't blame me and for then the now circumstances. We re-recorded of life. everything twice. Yeah. And now it's 2 a.m. And now it's 2 a.m. <laughs> and I'm still gonna edit this. So thank you so much to everyone for listening to Popcorn. Patuloy lang yan. Malapit na tayo sa 10th episode na main episode. Papa blowout na si Chalo. Malapit na mga blowout sa lahat ng co-host na hindi ko binabayaran dito. <laughs> Thank you so much, Radio Katipunan, as always, for providing the studio and sh- airing the show every week. Mm-hmm. So, thank you guys. See you all next time. Bye. Bye.